1: As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds
0: to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here Monday through Friday as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's SOAP scripture. Download the current SOAP reading plan at fusionchurch.cc/soap. It's Monday morning. You know, the end of November, you know, we are in Hebrews 13 today and, you know, and God is on the move, you know, and, and, you know, and we're getting ready for, for Freedom Weekend. Yes, you know, and and I know that God's going to move in a powerful way in our lives and those that are going to be attending, those that are going to be serving because it's a corporate thing you know, and one one receives a blessing, we all receive a blessing. So God is on the move. So let's continue to focus this week on what is important for us to be ready for a move of God. Again, we're in Hebrews 13. Let us start with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, I just thank you for your presence. I just thank you for who you are. And I just thank you for this time that you have given us that we can just come and share. I pray that you will bless all those who are watching and listening, oh Lord God. And I pray that you will just meet their needs. And I thank you for this week that's coming. Father, for future and weekend, Father God, and the way, my Lord, that you're going to move in such a powerful way in our lives, in the lives of those who are going to be attending the the conference. I thank you for this time, Father, and we ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen
1: and amen.
0: All right, all right. My lovely Sandra will be reading this morning.
1: All right, good morning. I am in a reading out of the NIV version. Uh, Here we are starting with Hebrews chapter 13, verse 1. It says, keep on loving each other as brothers do not forget to entertain strangers for by doing so uh for by so doing some people have entertained angels without knowing it remember those in prison as if you were their fellow prisoners and those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering marriage should be honored by all and the marriage bed kept pure For God will judge the adulterer and all the sexually immoral. Keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have. Because God has said, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. So we say with confidence, the Lord is my helper. I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teachings. It is good for our hearts to be strengthened by grace, not by ceremonial foods, which are of no value to those who eat them. We have an altar from which those who minister at the tabernacle have no right to eat. The high priest carries the blood of animals into the most holy place as a sin offering, but the bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy through his own blood. Let us then go to him outside the camp, bearing the disgrace he bore. For here we do not have an enduring city, but we are looking for the city that is to come. Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that confess his name, and do not forget to do good and to share with others. For with such sacrifices, God is pleased. Obey your leaders and submit to their authority. They keep watch over you as men who must give account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden, for that would be of no advantage to you pray for us. We are sure that we have a clear conscience and desire to live honorably in every way. I particularly urge you to pray so that I may be restored to you soon. May the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead, our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Brothers, I urge you to bear with my word of exhortation, for I have written you only in a short letter. I want you to know that our brother Timothy has been released. If he arrives soon, I will come with him to see you. Greet all your leaders and all God's people. Those from Italy send you their greetings. Grace be with you all. Amen. Thank you, Sandra.
0: Amen and amen. Wow, okay stretch it out a little bit here wow this 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 particular chapter you know it concludes a letter you know that that was being written you know and the conclusion of this letter he's reminding all of us what's important he's reminding all of us that through jesus christ he's the he's the perfect covenant that we have because he made a way for every single one of us to be able to succeed in life it starts here in verse 1 it says let brotherly love continue, you know? So in other words, he was showing the affection that he had. He was showing that, that we should treat each other with a brotherly love. And, and, and that is very common in this particular book. In Romans 12, 10, it says, be kindly affectionate to one another with brotherly love in, in honor giving preference to one another. So we need to treat each other this way. He's just reminding us, to love one another. It says in verse two, do not forget to entertain strangers for in doing so, some have unwittingly entertained angels. It is so important that we share what the Lord has given us. So important that we give to others just as we have received ourselves. Because when we speak to others, when we share with others, we don't know what needs are being met. You know, just like going to a supermarket many times, And I'm walking around and I come across people sometimes and I just start talking to them. And it's just amazing how God will give you words of encouragement for others. And sometimes that's the way God is meeting their need. And you never know how many times you guys have been entertaining angels. You know, just by sharing, just by talking, just by making yourselves available. So it's so important that we give of what we have received. You know, it says in Matthew's twenty five thirty five, it says, "For I was hungry and you gave me food; I was thirsty and you gave me to drink; I was a stranger and you took me in." So we never know, you know. How are we meeting people's needs? So again, the writer is telling us, remember these things, do these things. It goes into verse three, it goes, remember the prisoners as as if chained with them, you know, those who are mistreated, since you yourself are also in the body, you know, and he talks about these prisoners, and I believe he's talking about both uh, actual prisoners, but actually those also those who are the prisoners of sin who are being bound by the enemy, that we can't forget where we came from, you know, because at one time we were all lost. At one time we needed forgiveness. At one time we needed to see the light and the light came to us and the Lord revealed himself to us. And it's telling us, remember those who are in need. In other words, don't look at yourself. Look at others, meet their needs, and it's so it so, so it's such a blessing that as we try to meet the needs of others, guess what? Your needs are being fulfilled. Your needs are being met as you give of yourself. Because you know, just like I know, that many times when somebody comes and asks you a question, many times that there is a need, sometimes we don't feel like talking. Sometimes we don't feel like giving anything. Sometimes you probably even say to yourself, I need somebody to pray with me. Come on now. I need somebody to minister to me. But guess what? The Lord allowed these situations to stretch you a little bit. And as we are being stretched and as we are giving, you know, even when we don't even feel it ourselves, but we say unto the Lord and we minister to them and we speak to them and we just give them a hug. If we just give them an embrace, you know, uh, of the love of God, that makes all the difference. And that is the way that God wants to use it. That's the way that the writer of the Hebrews uh, here, 13, is ending his letter. He says, don't forget to do these things. I'm reminding you, you know, He says there in verse 5, let your conduct be without confidence. Be content with such things as you have. For he himself has said, I would never leave, you know, forsake you. This verse right here itself, you know, it says, you know, it uses the word covenants, you know what I mean? So when you come covenant something, when you, when you want somebody else's things, when your neighbor has bought a brand new car and you're looking at that car, you say, I want that car. Or when you're jealous because they have a house or you, or because they have this or because of that, because covenants is a strong wish to have what does not belong to us you know, and that is a sin, but the Lord is saying here, the Lord is saying here, for he himself has said, so the Lord himself has said, I would never leave you, nor forsake you, so if the Lord is with us, we have everything that we need, amen, we have everything that we need, because he is with us, because he has promised us here in his word, I I am with you. I would never leave you. I would never forsake you. So if this morning you're feeling like, like, you know, like you are all alone, you know, I'm telling you this morning, do not worry, do not fear, because God is with you. The same God that that, that resurrected Jesus from the grave, that same Jesus that, 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 that paid that price for you and I is saying, I am here for you because I would not forsake you. I would not abandon you. And that alone should be comforting to our souls to know that he is with us. He is with every single one of us this morning. And he is meeting our need. In Matthew 6.25, he says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, you know, about your body, what you're going to put on. You know what I mean? So in other words, don't worry about these things. Don't 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 get yourself so wrapped up about what you have and don't have, you know? But get yourself wrapped up around the Lord because he says, I would never leave you. I would never forsake you. I am with you. Because it also says there in verse five, it says, be content. Come on now. We have to be content with what we have because when we are grateful for what we have, The Lord will bless us when we are grateful, even though, you know, there was one time that I was I was actually driving a car that was given to me because I didn't have a car, you know, and this car was taking me back and forth to work. Even though it was the Flintstone mobile, I used to see the road underneath my my feet, you know, as I'm driving down the road, I can literally see the road you know, passing me by and then, you know, because it has so much rust in it. But you know what? That little crunker, that little car, you know what I mean? I was so grateful for it because he was taking me from, from point A to point B. So we have to rejoice. We have to be grateful with what we have, because no matter what, God is in control and God is making a way. Look what it says in verse six. He says, so we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper the Lord is my helper. He is the one that's going to lift us up. He is the one that's going to help me. I will not fear what mere man can do to me. He said, I will not fear. You know, we cannot fear what's going on. We cannot fear what's, what they're saying or what they're not saying, but we need to hold on to the Lord because he says there, so we may boldly say, come on now, The Lord is on our side. The Lord is with me. He is my helper. Look, look in Psalms 27.1. It says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? So the Lord is your light and he is your salvation. That means that the Lord is going to light up the road ahead of you. No matter where you're walking through, the Lord is lighting up your road and you will not stumble. You will not stumble because he is lighting up the road. You should not fear because he is with you. In 2 Timothy 1, seven, it says... God has not given us a spirit of fear. He has not given us a spirit, but of a sound mind. So therefore, this morning, if you're doing, if you're going through a a situation that you're not too sure of, if you're going through a situation that is hurting you, that is confusing, you know, that the enemy is trying to bring those doubts, you know, you got to surrender them to the Lord and say, I will not fear because he is with me. You got to speak those words over yourself. You got to declare the words of the Lord over yourself, you know? And you got to lay hands upon yourself. Come on, we're getting ready for Fusion Conference coming up. We've been prepping, we've been praying, we've been meditating, we've been teaching, we've been doing a whole bunch of different things. And now we're getting ready for the last couple of days before the conference. You know, the enemy is not happy. The enemy has been attacking. The enemy has been trying to infiltrate, you know, at his agenda upon us to keep us from moving forward. But, you know, but greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So God is going to help us. God is going to take us beyond. My brothers and sisters, I've been, you know, I've been sick for the last couple of weeks, you know, and and I've isolated myself in the home. You know, I have not been doing the Zoom in the morning because I've just been too, too out of it in the morning to do anything, but you know what, in that old time, I've been meditating, in that time, I've been praying to God, in that time, God has been faithful, and God has been merciful, and God has given me the strength this morning, that I can be here with you, you know, and I can share his goodness, but the storm is not over, no, the storm is not over, my wife is still not feeling well, you know, so she's still going through her you know, her time, you know, so I ask for your prayers, because as we're getting ready, you know, the storm, sometimes they get stronger before the victory. You know, the storm, sometimes they, they get out of hand before the breakthrough. So we got to hold on to the word of God. We got to hold on to his promises. And that's why Hebrews 13 is saying, he's telling us here, let brotherly love continue. And it goes into put all these other things into place. Do not forget who we are. Do not forget the price that was paid for you. You know, do not fear. Do not worry. You know, do not forget to do good things. And yes, in a time of difficult, it's hard to do sometimes good things. But God will strengthen you to declare and to speak over yourself. He says there in the verse 8, he says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. He does not change. Conditions does not change who the God that we serve. You know, situations does not change who he is. He is the same. You know, he is the same. He is steady. You know, his word is being fulfilled. His word remains the same. So we have to declare the word of God. And we got to speak that word despite what we see around us. It says in John 8, 58, Jesus said to them, "Most surely I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. In other words, I have always been. I am here. I do not change. I am the Lord, and my word does not change. So his promises do not change. So it's so important, my brothers and my sisters, that we focus on the Lord, that we focus upon his promises, that we focus on what he has told us what to do and how to do it. That way, when situations rise up, we will rise up even though we have been down for a moment even though we have been we have been you know taken out of the the comfort zone for a moment god has the final say and god says i will lift you up i will strengthen you and i will give you hope and i will give you mercy so beautiful that you know that the the writer you know says pray for us you know He's allowing himself to be to be vulnerable. He's allowing himself to say, this is who I am. I am no better than you. You know, I am no better than you. I need prayer. So pray for us. You know, you know, we shouldn't be ashamed to, to, to say, pray. I'm asking you guys to pray. Pray for each other. Pray for my family. Pray for Fusion Church. Pray for one another. It starts off, you know, continue in brotherly love. So what better brotherly love that we continue to support and we continue to be there for one another, even though sometimes we have this distance, you know, EHT is all the way out there, Cumberland County is all the way out here, you know what I mean? And sometimes we don't see each other, but we have to constantly lift up one another in prayer in that covering, because just like it hits me today, tomorrow it might be you, it might be somebody else the next day, but you know, but united we are stronger. As, as we come together and we pray for each other and we lift up one another, and, you know, and we need to see for one another, breakthrough is coming. And breakthrough is coming for every single one of our homes and our family and our loved ones. So the time to press on is now. It's now, it says there in verse 20, it says, now may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you complete in every good work to do his will, working in you what is well-pleasing in his sight. Through Jesus Christ, whom be the glory forever and ever. You know, I look at that word, make you complete. Make you complete. That means lacking nothing. That means that you're going to have what you need. He's make you complete. In other words, what you think you're missing, God is saying, no, I'm making it complete. What you think that you don't have and that you need, God is saying, no, I'm already making it complete. You know, he's waiting on us to speak that word. He's waiting on us to, to come in agreement with him and say, no, I am complete. Because he says right there, make you complete in every good work and every good work. But what for? For his will. And what is his will? Is His will is to bless you. His will is that you have what you need that you have more than what you need. You know, his will is the, to, to give you what you need to continue, so that you will continue to grow and that you will continue to bless others because it's not about you and I, it's about his kingdom and his kingdom come. You know, it's about what his word says because if I'm not concerned so much about myself and I'm concerned about the kingdom of God, he's going to meet my needs. I don't even have to pray if I'm doing his will. I don't even have to pray, you know, to to ask God to give me, give me, give me if I'm doing his will. Because why? Because he will automatically bless us. As we do his will, he will automatically bless us as we stretch out and do what he has called us to do. As we open up our mouths to share with others, as we comfort one another, as we embrace one another, as we lift up one another, as we cry with one another, you know, as we try to hold each other up, as we try to embrace each other. Because, you know, if you guys know me already, I'm a hugger, you know what I mean? And I go around and, and I like to hurt people. You know what I mean? I like to hug people. I like, I like I like, to embrace people. Why? Because the word of God says to greet each other with a brotherly kiss, you know, and, and to embrace. And sometimes, you know what? Sometimes we don't get enough hugs. Yeah, I know. I know. There's COVID out there. There's this out there. There's that out there. But we're under the blood. We're under the blood, you know? So, you know, and as long as you, and as long as I'm doing the right thing, and as, as long as I'm taking my precautions, you know what I mean? And I'm not, contaminating anybody and i tested myself and all that you know what i'm good to go i'm good to go and i'm ready to go and embrace you guys you know so you know come come this weekend coming you're gonna see the church you know we're gonna be all in the church but well, guess what be expecting a hug and i'll be expecting a hug from you you know because that's what the word of god is, is telling us to do He says make you complete lacking nothing lacking nothing second thessalonians uh, 6, 16 and 17, and it says, now may the Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and father who has so loved us and given us everlasting consolation and, and good hope by grace, comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. He says there, comfort your heart. In 2 Thessalonians 2, 16 and 17 and 17, comfort your hearts. Because sometimes in these days, our hearts can be hurting. Our hearts can be doubting. You know, our hearts can be fearing, just like we read earlier. But it says there, comfort your heart. He will comfort your heart. Because right before, it says that may our Lord Jesus Christ himself. Wow. Wow. May our Lord Jesus Christ himself and our God and Father who has loved us and given us everlasting consolation and good hope by grace comfort your heart. Wow, that's deep. That's deep. It says our creator is going to comfort our hearts. Our creator is going to comfort our hearts. Not only comfort our hearts, but establish establish you in every good work so you see it's not you so much doing it he's going to do it for you he's going to help you he's going to bless you and he's going to strengthen you it is wonderful that we can read the word of god you know and he speaks to us you know directly and, and especially right here in the in book of hebrews in the last chapter and he's closing the he's closing the letter. He's closing the letter. He says, but remember these things. Remember these things. You know, do not forget who you are. So I am just here. Monday morning, motivational Monday. I am here just to motivate you a little bit. Yes, I am here to kick you in your little butt if you need a little kick in the butt. Because who doesn't need a little kick in the butt? I need a little kick in the butt every once in a while. That God is telling us, get ready, get ready, get ready. I am on the move, hold on to my promises, hold on to my word, you know, and you shall see it fulfilled. And the Lord is going to fulfill his word and his promises, especially this coming weekend upon many lives. That you guys yourself have been praying for. And not only that, but you guys have been praying prayers about yourself and you have been raising up those prayers to the Lord. But guess what? I believe that God is going to answer your prayer. I believe that your breakthrough is right around the corner. I believe that your answer is closer than what you think. Just hold on to his word, hold on to his promises. You know, because they are about to be fulfilled. I am believing in breakthrough in my home. I am believing in in healing and restoration, you know, for my wife. I am believing that God is going to show off in such a mighty way this coming weekend, my brothers and sisters. So I'm expecting breakthrough. You're probably going to see me running around that church. So if if you see a Spanish guy running around that church, that's me. That's me. Because you know why? Because I'm getting excited. You know, you might see me right here in this seat where my feet are doing a little dance underneath on the floor because you know why? Because I know the God that we serve. And the God that we serve is a mighty and loving God. And all he wants to do is to embrace you in his love, embrace you in his comfort, and telling you, I got this. Just hold on. Sometimes all we need to do is hold on. Sometimes hold on to the Lord because guess what? He's going to make it happen. The breakthrough is there. The promises are going to be answered. Deliverance is going to take place. Lives are going to be transformed. But not only lives of others, I believe our own lives are being transformed every single day. As we draw nearer to the Lord, the Lord says, I'm going to just touch you a little bit more. Come on. Because we all need a touch. I need a touch of the Lord every single day. And God is saying, I'm going to meet you where you at. So no matter what we're going through, my brothers and sisters, Keep your focus, keep your focus, keep your focus on God. The breakthrough that you've been desiring is right around the corner. Breakthroughs coming this weekend. Let's keep praying. Let's keep in our toes. Hey, if something happens, that means you're doing something right. If you get another attack, that means you're doing something right. Because guess what? The enemy only attacks is when we're doing things right. Because if we were doing things all wrong, he wouldn't even bother with us. We are insignificant to him if we're doing everything wrong. But when we're doing things the right way and when we're standing upon the promises of God and the word of God and what God is saying, you know, that's what he attacks the most. So fear not. We just read that. Come on. Maybe some of us need to read chapter 13 again. You know what I mean? Says fear not. You know, he did not give you a spirit of fear. You know, you know, but of a sound mind, you know, let's just keep our focus. Let's continue to move forward in the Lord for a beautiful week that God is preparing before us because God is speaking to you. Even now, as I speak, I know God is speaking to some of you. And guess what? After I hang up and after you guys go back to bed, if you go back to bed or whatever it is that you're going to be doing today, God is going to be speaking to you and God is going to be notching your heart. And you're going to remember because the word of God always fulfills what it set out to do. When we speak the word of God and when we declare the word of God and once it leaves our mouth, that word, it's not going to come back, boy. That word is going to produce. So I'm believing for breakthrough for you, my brothers and sisters. Okay, my time is up. My time is up. Look at
1: that.
0: Oh, like my son says, 629, right on track. Oh, my God. I still got it. I still got it. My brothers and sisters, focus, focus, focus. I love you. Can't wait to see you guys come this weekend. You know, can't wait to see you guys this weekend. And and let's be expecting. Let's be expecting. Let's get ready. Come on, prayer warriors. You know, those those that are praying for the altar team, come on, intercessors. You know, keep your focus. Keep your focus. We're doing this together. It's not by one. It's by a team. It's by all of us coming together. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you and I praise you for your word. I thank you, Father God, because this is all about you. It's not about me but I thank you that you gave me words to share. I pray for all those who are listening. I pray Lord that you will just bless them. That you will just meet their needs throughout this week Father. I pray your hedge your protection around them Father God. Even now Father God do not allow anything that's not of you Father God to interfere Father. But that they can feel your love. That they can feel your embrace. That they can feel your comfort. That they can feel your protection. That they can feel your deliverance. That they can feel your peace, your hope, your mercy. That they can feel gladness. That they can rejoice in you Father God throughout this next couple of days. And as we get ready Father God for this conference. Be with them Father. Meet their needs. I pray Father leaders, our pastors, Father God. Bless them, keep them, continue to speak to their hearts, Father God, and I thank you what you're going to continue to do, Father, and we ask all this in Jesus' precious name. Amen, and amen, and amen. God bless you guys. Come on now. You better be ready for a hug this weekend, because I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Have a good week. God bless.